Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I'm thrilled to be here with you today to move our bodies, to hear the Word of God, and to be transformed and changed from the inside out. If you're game for that, say, I'm in. You're in? Sometimes that sounds like, amen. Amen? I'm in. I'm in? Amen. Okay, we're going to do that. But before we get going, huge announcement. I always have huge announcements for you guys. Very, it, it does matter. So I hope, thank you for spending the first few minutes with me so that you're in the know because so many important things happen in the first five minutes of these podcasts. If you missed the sugar fast, the 21 day sugar fast, if you missed it, it is now available for you. Okay. Swipe up on the show notes. It is now on our website, ready for you. Any time you are ready to, you know, you're just like, it's time. I need to remember what's my first, what's my most, what's my why. I'm getting caught up in all the crazy. Um, <laughs> guess what? The holidays are right around the corner and I want you to enjoy them, be present in them. I don't want you to become numb in, in a food coma, which it's possible, right? We, and I promise you this sugar fast will just help. It's not a dreadful discipline. It, it is done in such a way and delivered in such a way that fasting is a delight. We come back to the heart of worship. It is really about who has lordship over our life. As Paul says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but I will not be mastered by anything. So if sugar is mastering you and we layered it so that you can, the fullest extent of the sugar fast, you will be healing your gut. If you have overgrowth, of candida in your system. You have a lot of inflammation. You have irritable bowel syndrome. You have things going on inside of you that you go, it's even, you make it about the weight, but you know inside of you, you don't feel good. And there's some, some health of feeling of gut health that you can bring. Then you will go through the fullest expression of the fast. You will be informed. You'll be educated in such a beautiful way by Dr. Jana about really the things we need to know about sugar. So we just know, because knowledge is power, but it's also potential power, you have to use it. So the fast will help you use it every day. We give you some practical tools and teachings and things to know to have a fast that truly does bring the heart of delight. We had so many testimonies of breakthrough with the sugar fast, so many. So swipe up on the show notes, go to the page, you'll see, I think we can put some testimonies there. But you guys, people literally healed of long-standing pain diagnosis of things that they could not find answers for, okay? And that just excites me. All right, so I won't talk any more about it, but it's there, it's available, and it go over there. And if that challenge isn't for you, we have all kinds of other challenges. So all you gotta do is go to the website. I'll put that in the link too, um, that you can give give a try and really be focused for 20 to 30 days and let us jumpstart with you, really set the foundation of, of our why, okay? We know the what, food, fitness, 
sleep, <laughs> water, but why? Okay, all right, so swipe up, tell a friend, share it, tell somebody, get someone to do it with you. Uh, don't drag them, <laughs> but invite them. All right, you guys, we're gonna do a interval workout today. We are gonna talk about being known and being seen. Let's uncover our faces and be known, okay? All right, we're gonna get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, so if you've never done a revving the word, right now you're moving your body. Walking is obviously the most accessible, <laughs> no cost to entrance, go for a walk. Maybe you're riding a bike at the gym, whatever you're doing, you're moving, okay? Now, why? What's our why? Because we're made for movement. We're made to be unstuck. Stagnant living is no living at all. And trust me, there's a, I got a whole story behind. I can promise you, the body is meant to move, but not strive. You don't need more stress. Now here's the truth, when you exercise, you are intentionally inducing stress. But I want you always, everyone here, promise me this, that your flesh, your body, will be led by your spirit. And now the Lord is the spirit, and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of this, freedom to become more you to live as you ought to not as you want to that's the definition of freedom and God has one for you the world tells you what freedom is but here in this ministry it's the Word of God you want to live well live according to God's Word he is the definition of wellness you know the word grace means to be well, to thrive. Yeah, that's what grace does. Grace comes and gives us what we need, not what we deserve. God knows they need to be well. They need to come home. They need to hear, see, and know that I love them, that I'm better than anything. So God, we're asking you to come do that every day, God. Pray right now, Lord, that we would hear everything today fresh. Give us fresh ears. Lord, we're not looking for another coat of paint. <laughs> we want you to bring in the sander, bring in the stripper, strip the layers of paint, get down to the, the beauty that's underneath all the crud, Lord. Like, just have that picture of refinishing a piece of wood. Layers and layers of paint, generations of people adding their own flavor to a piece of furniture. Let's let him come in and strip it all the way down to what it originally was designed by the designer to look like. So God, come and do that with us today. We love you, thank you for your word. In Jesus' name. Amen.
So here's right now on a scale of one to 10, one being laying in bed, eyes open, breathing. That's good, that's life. 10 being all out effort. I want you about a six, seven. Nice. Can you smile? Please. Train your face, everyone. Fix your face. Something called cognitive embodiment. How we hold our body teaches our mind something. It tells the mind information. It's good. Woo! Shaka Khan. <laughs> All the millennials are like, wait, who's this? Hang on, I'll make a, a fan out of you. Just move your feet, still warming up. I'm gonna give you this song to lock into a seven, comfortably working. There's so many people right now that are I see in the family of Revelation Wellness instructors. <laughs> They're dancing. They stopped running. <laughs> you know who you are. And if that's you, I want to hear. Go to my Instagram page. Tell me. Say, no, you didn't, Lisa. You shaka conned me. <laughs> All right. Let's have some fun. More fun. God is in a good mood, yeah? Yes, everyone, yes. Let's lift our frequency. All right, Jeremiah. Oh, you're like, Lisa, we were in a good mood. What are you doing reading the prophets? Oh, come on. The prophets laid a foundation delivering the word of God to a wayward people. They were bold, they were courageous, and they also were seeing in part. They, it was pre-PJ, pre-Jesus, but they were laying the foundation. They were preparing the way. And Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet that comes to Judah in a time of their rebellion. And he's saying, return, return. But first, before Jeremiah goes to the people, the Lord comes to Jeremiah. Verse four, chapter one. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Then I said, ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm only a youth, for to all whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord put out his hand 
and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. This is the word of the Lord. Did that give you some pictures in your head? Did you see yourself? <laughs> First of all, did you see the Lord? Right? Sometimes we read the Bible, and, and we should. Put yourself in the story. We have to remember, we're not the point. How beautiful is it that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah? It came looking for him. And do you know that's so true? Every time I open my mouth, and speak these words, they're like heat-seeking missiles. They're looking for potential. They're looking for an ear to hear. They're looking for a broken heart, a weary soul. They're looking, they're seeking. The Word of God comes. That's why we tell all of our fitness teacher, gospel preachers, our Revelation wellness instructors, listen, because here's what the enemy tries to tell us all the time. You're not old. You're, look, it even happens to Jeremiah. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm too much this. I'm too little that. The word of God? Are you kidding me? We'll leave that to the prophets. We'll leave that, leave that to the professionals. You guys, the Holy Spirit, king of rookies. It's like the bad news bear team, <laughs> right? Because we know that the Lord searches the earth, the Spirit looks to and fro for a heart that is wholeheartedly devoted. All He's looking for is an open heart, an open face, an open mind, a willing vessel. And if that isn't the reason we come here each week, <laughs> then I don't know what is. If that's not why you come here, you're missing it. You're just getting a calorie in. You're kind of, you're just, the Word of God is like a, a bumper sticker, an add-on. I don't want to add it on, I want to get it in you. <laughs> Changes everything. The written Word of God, read your Bible. And then the, the whispered words of God. Those are the, the rhemas, the utterance, right? Because the Bible is not gonna answer, should I buy this house or shouldn't I buy this house? Should I take this job? Should I not take this job? Here's the truth. I feel like God is wildly more permissive than we think. But if you seek his face, what has the word of the Lord said to you? Has it come to you? Have you made space? That's why we do the Be Still, Be Loved. Everyone, we're gonna start some intervals. Get ready. 
get set. I want a 30 second push. Set, not yet, five seconds. I want you to go up to an eight, nine. It's only for 30 seconds, go. Recover. So we tell all our instructors, listen, you're qualified because you're called. You wouldn't be, wouldn't be here. You didn't get yourself here. And all you have to do, speak the word. God is looking for a spokesperson. He already wrote the script. You guys, I'm a girl who does a lot of video stuff, getting on camera. Accelerate again, 30 seconds, go. And I love it when I have a script. Somebody just tell me what I need to say. I'll, I will, I'll confirm the message. But then what I often do is I, I take the script in and then I throw my notes away and speak from my heart. Recover unless it's the word of God, I'm speaking it straight as it's written. But here's the thing, we all have this, this script, the word of God, it's already been written, recorded, and it's looking for a container, a megaphone, an amplifier, everyone, 30 seconds, go. But what I'm saying, it's, I'm always like, okay, tell me what I'm supposed to be saying. What's this video about? Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> I love it. It takes the heavy load off me. If God said it, I'm saying it, that's it. <laughs> My staff will be like, Lisa, remember, this is what we're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, this video is for the sugar fast. Oh yeah, this is our why. Got it, let's go. Recover. But if I just had to show up and like figure it out on my own, that wouldn't be as enjoyable. And here's the truth. There are times that we have to do that. That's why God tells his disciples, listen, when you're in front of that council, when you're in front of those people that are persecuting you, you don't know what to say. Don't worry, I'll give you the words. 30 seconds, go. Go. Come on, 10 seconds. Knees, chest, shoulders down. Head up, lean into it. Resistance is building you. Recover. All right, so. Here's what I wanna do. Take out your spray paint. <laughs> Jeremiah 1.5. 
I want you to remember scripture too. I want it to get in you. So I'm working on your mind. I'm renewing your mind. Take out your spray paint. Find a wall. The other day I was doing a revving the word. 30 seconds, go. And I didn't have a wall, all I saw was a mountain. And I took my spray paint and I graffitied Luke 13:31. You guys remember that? All right, so Jeremiah 1:5. And as you spray painted, I want you to bring the vision of the weeping prophet into your head. Recover. Keep praise. Keep painting. Good. Jeremiah 1.5. Yeah? Do you see <laughs> the woes of a prophet? Okay. Recover. We've got to get comfortable with that, everyone. <sighs> that sometimes, sometimes, a lot of times, it feels like your words just fall to the ground. I want you to settle into an eight. Settle into an eight. So an eight, you are on the edge. You have to open your mouth to breathe, but you can hold it. It's a, the highest level of effort that you can hold for the longest amount of time. Find it. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. These are God's words coming to Jeremiah. I want you to hear his words coming to you. Listen, some of you are already resisting because you're like, I'm not a prophet, I'm not a prophet. Yes, you are. Anyone who speaks the word of God, that's the definition of a prophet is defined here in the, in the Hebrew, a spokesperson. Come on. He's looking for people to speak. How could he not be the greatest? Now, come on. I'm going to read it again. And as I read it to you, let the words create a story. Let it come to you. Let the Holy Spirit personalize it for you. So, for example, when I say before I formed you in the womb, I want you to actually see yourself. <laughs> I know. I want you to put your body in it. Write the story. Rewrite the script. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Let's just stay right there. Move your body and say that. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before I was formed, he knew me. What does that mean? Talk to him. Keep saying it. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. They give you rape talk. I give you faith talk. Blindfolded on this road. Watch me faith walk. Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost. Before you even had form, what does that look like? You were known. 
You know what that tells me? It's never been about your body, the color of your eyes. They're nice. They're nice touch. But before you even had form, he knew you. There's so many here, you guys. I really think being known. And we might say, I just wanna be loved. Yeah, I get that. But I think it's more about being known. Being known and unashamed. All right. 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. Get ready, get set, no, all out effort for 20 seconds when I say go, not yet, ready, set, go, come on. seconds you can just be standing still keep your corners of your mouth up ready set go 20 seconds come on go come on it's okay to look weird come on heart mind soul strength Recover. 10 seconds. Oh. Ah. Ah. Woo. Go. Come on. More glutes. More hamstring. More of what you cannot see. Three, two, recover. Before you even had form, he knew you. Go. Come on, if you're on a spin bike, scrape mud off your shoes. Step over the log, quick. Recover. You're gonna do one more. Oh yes you are, come on. Spokesperson, go. Say this out loud. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Come on, say it. Recover. Before, before your body even took shape, before he fashioned you, 
I love that. Before you had form, he knew you. The word knew. It's yada. And it means the obvious things to know. All right, we kind of go. I've been sitting with the Lord in this. Because honestly, right now, is this, you're listening to this? Actually, probably right now, as you're listening to this, 200 fitness teacher, gospel preachers in training are up on the mountain in Williams, Arizona at a, at a Young Life beautiful camp and they're getting in it. Things are getting real today. Right now, on Monday morning, would you all pray right now for us? Just, just pray one thing. Let freedom rise, Lord. Let the glory of the Lord rise and let all the people see it together. Don't hold back, Lord. And I'm talking a little bit about this, being known. You know, man, we live in a world of Instagram likes, Facebook followers, platforms. Everybody has a voice now, right? Come on, everybody. Does anyone remember a time when if you wanted to say something, you had to write a letter, you had to mail it? <laughs> I remember fan clubs. You'd see those presidents of fan clubs just going through all the letters, right? If you wanted to say something, it mattered more because fewer people had the ability to see it to read it but now everybody can say something all right just open up a Facebook account have one friend and then you take that courage of being at home behind a screen by yourself and you can say a lot of things and hey a lot of great things here's the truth you guys let's look higher Never on the earth have there been more messengers, more spokespeople saying the word of God. It's so cool. I'm so grateful. The Lord knows the times, the places that he births people, that he puts them into their mother's womb and says, go, today you will be born. But I've already consecrated you. That's what Jeremiah is told, before you were born, before you had form, I knew you, but before you were born, I already set you apart. Come on. <laughs> oh, he already, he knew you'd be here right now listening to this message. And here's what he's interested in, raising you up, that you just wouldn't be a consumer of the word but you would be a doer of the word. Blessed are those who hear the word of the Lord and keep it, Jesus said. He's out doing ministry and a woman comes up to him and said, says, blessed is the womb of the mother who conceived you. And he said, no, you wanna know real blessing? Blessed is the person who hears the word of God and keeps it. 
Well done, you guys. We're gonna start to cool down a bit. A prophet keeps the word. They're always stewarding the word. They're holding the word. This is why sometimes for a spokesperson of God, for a representative of God, a person who represents God, <laughs> you'll get frustrated because you'll know, you'll know something that the Lord has said something to you, but you'll see that people aren't People aren't coming into agreement with it. People aren't changing. People aren't, I've, you guys, I've lived this. Because <sighs> I have a prophet's heart. Right? I, I just declare the word. I think most challengers on the Enneagram who are lovers of God, <laughs> I absolutely would say they have more of that gift of prophecy they see things, they go, no, this is possible, we can do it. And then, <laughs> like Moses looking back at his, his family of Israelites, they're just, right, you can, get the, you can get the slave out of Egypt, but it takes a lot of time. You can get the, to get the Egypt out of the slave. You can change locations, but until you change your identity in light of who God says you are, who God made you to be, then you'll be frustrated. And then often it's easy to start blaming people, to get mad. No, <laughs> hear me spokesperson. This is where we learn to take that fire in our belly. And we have, the prayers of the righteous person are powerful and effective. So we pray, we pray. We cannot manipulate people with the message. You can't beat them over the head. Uh-uh. This is why Jeremiah, you, you, you pray and you just keep proclaiming it. You pray and you proclaim, you pray and you proclaim. Sometimes you do it in your quiet place. Either way, all of heaven responds, it stands up. It responds to faith. Faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. You hear it and then you keep it, you store it, and at the right time you distribute it. Anybody and everyone who's been born and consecrated, set apart for the purposes of God, has to learn, just like we see Jeremiah needed to learn here, because right away he said, told, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. <laughs> and his response, oh Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I'm only a youth. But the Lord said to me, do not say, let's just say that right there. Do not say, don't, you guys, your words. I learned this from my friend, Nika Maples, last week at the Declare Conference. Our words either water the seed or they'll water a weed, right? Because God plants a seed. The enemy doesn't have any seeds. He's got no seeds. 
he is. He cannot multiply life. All he can do is destroy it, kill it, squelch it, minimize it. But God plants constantly. This is why he tells Jeremiah, you're gonna go plant and build. Yeah, you're gonna destroy and overthrow the enemies, but you're gonna plant and build the seed. The seed is planted. And wherever there's a seed planted, a seed of faith, a seed of hope, a seed of desire, a seed of mercy, grace, goodness, a seed that wants to grow fruit, the fruit of the Spirit. The enemy, listen, he can come steal the seed. If the soil isn't good, if it falls on concrete, if it doesn't fall on good soil, boom, he steals it. But if the soil is deep enough, that seed goes in. All he can do is plant a weed or put a weed right next to that seed and in it comes and chokes out the life. And our words, what we say is incubating something. It's growing something, it's germinating something. Our words, this is why you're all in this holy charge of, of a spokesperson, of your words, changing atmospheres. What you pray, what you say, comes from what you believe. What's your input? Keep recovering one more song together. Right? What you believe, what you're saying. What's the scripture? Jeremiah 1.5. 1.5. See it on the mountain. See it on the wall. See it in the gym. See it on the mirror. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You think, you guys, he knows everything. The other day I was, again, just mentioning, what is, I, I, it's, this feels kind of abstract to be known, to be known, because I, I kind of go, I just want to be loved. He goes, yeah, but what does real love? Real love is my, my lover knows me. This is why song of songs, the beloved, the beloved is known, the beloved is pursued. It's like, it's like when someone gets you the gift, that you didn't even know they knew you wanted. They knew you. Love is a verb. And it's, it's so cool. It's amazing to be, to be got, to be known. And here's the thing. All humans will fall short of this. Every human cannot know you the way God knows you. Because before you even had form, He fashioned you, He shaped you, after he knew you. This is why God is spirit. This is why your soul is what's aching for more. This is why your soul burns for more. Because you know, and you're known. You're just trying to get to that place of belonging, knowing. And the word know, yada, 
It's also equal to a Hebrew sexual idiom of a man lying with a woman as Adam knew Eve. And think about that. There is no greater place of knowing, as far as on earth, the most vulnerable place to be known is in the marriage bed. Fully uncovered, fully known, all the scars, the bumps, the bruises, the wounds, the imperfections, <laughs> the aging, all of it. <laughs> Here I am. And when someone still says, I choose you, I know this person, I love this person, there's no one else for me but you. Fully uncovered. <laughs> that, that's bold, that, that causes courage in us to be known like that. He knows everything. He knows, <laughs> I wrote this down the other day, he knew every, every arrow that was gonna fly your way. And he threw himself over you. But you're like, yeah, but that still hurt. I still felt that. Yeah, because you know what? He took the full punishment, the punishment upon him. That arrow went all the way through him. And all we suffer are flesh wounds. All we suffer is flesh wounds, you guys. That thing, it's a flesh wound. Your flesh has been hurt. And that's a great place where the enemy plants a weed, right there in an open, gaping wound. <laughs> and God says, I love you. I knew every day of your life is written in my books every day. I throw myself over you because I consecrated you. I've set you apart and I knew you would wander and I knew you would rebel, but I've never given up on you. I knew you would come to your senses and I knew we would lay here in this marriage bed and we would talk about your scars and I would tell you they're lovely. They're lovely. They're just flesh wounds because that body is temporary. But what's eternal is your spirit, your soul, the things that are unseen. And that's what we do in the marriage bed. It's, it's the unseen place. It's not public consumption. It's in this intimate place of being known. And it also, it has a future. It says we're going somewhere together. <laughs> Although here we are on earth, there will be more in heaven. Look to the things that are unseen. Before you were born, I consecrated you. He set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations, a spokesperson to the nation. You have, and for some of you, listen, he can't give you the nations until you take care of your own home. Are you speaking life in your own home? Are you pulling up weeds in your own home? Are you watering seeds in your home? You gotta start there, home base. That is the strongest stronghold of health that you can provide. And I pray right now for all of you that are like, I'm the only one, just like Jeremiah is going to say, I'm the only one, God. Nobody, you guys, and I have, I know that story. Ten years, my husband, an atheist. 
10 years of dry, barren land as this ministry was being seeded. And there were weeds planted everywhere to choke out the life here. But God, but God, and one woman's, by grace, you guys, I, do, I haven't manufactured this faith. It's all the faith. It's all by grace, through faith. And that's why I owe him everything. And I want nothing more than to see you rise up as a spokesperson in your own home, in your own workplace, and then let it infiltrate out. Before you know it, cities, states, countries, nations. Don't you dare. Some of you just said, I'm too old. No, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> Plenty of time because God is the author of it. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you, set you apart. And I appointed you, I chose you, I set up an appointment with you to hear my word, a prophet, take it out to the nations. And like I said, there's never been a time on earth before where you can go right now to your computer and email and get a message out on the other side of the world. <laughs> no letter that takes six months to get there. Come on. I know that agents, urgency will cause us to lose our agency, you guys, but there is an urgency. There is. There's a burn in us. Let's say it, let's speak it, and let's keep our agency because we know there's never been a time that information moves so fast. Then let us be running a good race at a faster speed. And this is why we trained. Appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Say the word of God. Let's repeat it together. Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Thank you, God, for this message. Thank you that we're going to now take this word. We're going to keep it. We're going to roll over it. We're going to ruminate on it. And today, we will use it. God, we pray you'd give us an opportunity to use it to, to make a withdrawal on it where we've got to remember, like, oh, wait, God, before we were born, he set us apart for this, <laughs> that we could speak it in a practical term, that we don't need to worry, because even before this circumstance had form, God already knew. <laughs> we're just going to say it as simply as that, Lord, and that we would activate faith on the earth, and that you would continue, by the power of your grace, water seeds, send us water so we can water seeds. We love you, God, and we thank you for the gift of wholeness and healing, restoration, redemption, transformation, and freedom in you. And it's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen.